Do you ever feel like nobody is listening to you in sporting life? Do you watch a team play and think that you could do it better, or that you could manage it better? Do you sit at home and wonder what the people in charge are actually doing? If you can relate to any of these feelings, then stop right there and celebrate, because you've found the perfect outlet to share your opinions and views, the Football Rander Podcast. You Southern Shandy drinkers can get fucked as the North rules the Premier League. Go on, tell me otherwise, and that Astrid Bird best stick to OnlyFans as she knows jack about football. Is this how you feel about football? Do you love the North, but hate the South? Is Klopp an idiot? Would you drop kick pep? Do you dream of having hair like Arteta? Do West Ham fans remind you of orcs? Does Harry Kane spit a lot? Is the MLS a home for has-beens? If so then Football Ranger is your home. Listen up. This damn podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. We're talking mature themes and adult content here, so don't come crying to us if it offends your delicate sensibilities. Consider this your only warning. Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to Ranter 15, i.e. episode 15. I thought I'd try something new. Rather than just say welcome to Football Ranter Podcast, thought I'd try and put the number in. Hopefully, this will be Football Ranter Podcast number 15 anyway. As with our technical history background, it may not ever see the light of day, but we can only hope. Uh, hope everyone's doing all right out there. With me this evening, as always, is your man Abram. What am I trying to be, your man Abram? What the fuck is that about? Sorry about that, boys. I think the Christmas spirit has already got to me. Anyway, to my left, coming live. From continental Europe, Dr. Q, how are we? Yeah, I'm all right. Do you want to tell the, do you want to tell the people out there where you are today? Uh, I am in the Netherlands in a place called Heronveen. Heronveen? Ah, where Martin, Martin Odegaard was on loan there, wasn't he, for a little while? He was indeed. It's just down the road from the stadium. And that, um, oh, very nice. that apparently is where Ten Hag's going to be managing next. But. No, not it's not because Doctor Q's out there at the moment sorting stuff out. He's yes, so um, of course we're going to be doing our uh, two-part Christmas special there. Uh, Q, how are you feeling about that, mate? What are you feeling? Talk, talk to me. How are you feeling about the two two-part special that we've got coming up for all of our amazing listeners? It's making me feel sick. Oh, mate. Yeah, no, really, really good at the moment. Obviously, we've got some technical issues. We've got a piece. So, you know, normally I, I, I put a disclaimer. This is over 18s, but I've had a complaint, guys. Uh-oh. Uh, I've, I've had a complaint come in, uh, and I've got to share it with everybody, really, because it's quite serious. It's from my better half. Now, apparently, I swear too much on the podcast as a, as a listener. So, so no I've, I've been asked to tone it down by about better half, but as you'll know me really well, she can fuck right off because I'm going to continue on as it is. This is, it is an over 18 podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I do swear quite a bit. In fact, all of us swear quite a bit. And it's not a Christmas two-parter. There's going to be a lot of swearing, but we have had a complaint. has to be um, put out. You know, we do have to look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and my apologies. I know... I know we're all for transparency and stuff, but we don't have to put the complaints out there. 
just to say that we don't have to. Mate, she, I mean, mate, um, she listens. She listens to it, and I live with her, so I've got to kind of, you know, we've got to play that game. Yeah, but you say this now, but then you know we've all got to spend the day together on at the weekend for our Christmas special. Like you shouldn't have told me this. I'll be, I'll, I'll, I won't say a word. I'll be. Well, the thing now. is, though, is she is going for a bottomless brunch breakfast thing in London. So I think we'll probably she'll be coming back in a ambulance. If I'm honest with you. Then we're fine, then I'm happy again now. That's all good, then we can drink and be merry. Um, yeah, am I the only one that's always found that 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 chant kind of weird? Because, like, would it would it go you'll go in home in an ambulance? <laughs> Who goes home in an ambulance? Not even the ambulance drivers go home in the yeah. ambulance, do you know what I mean? They don't actually take you, know. you home, that's a good point. They don't take you, they take you to A&E. No. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I mean, I like the chant of your next meal's coming through a straw. I mean, that's that's a, a provocative one. That surely is not a chant. What the hell? That is one that, one that does happen. But, you yeah, know, you don't ever get to go home in ambulance unless it's patient transport. <laughs> this is not the road I thought we were going down. No, it's not at all. It's not at all. Um Anyway, I, I briefly kind of rejoined it quickly, and we were talking about, obviously, the Christmas special coming up at the weekend. Um, obviously, I think it's probably going to be a two-parter, um, knowing what we're like, knowing um, that we've probably got a lot to cover. Um, I mean, Chapo, you're hosting us for this, aren't yeah. you? Uh, mainly because no one in Rotherham or Sheffield will invite no, us. I don't um, think that's the case. I think Rotherham is perfectly fine. I think they're, they're, they're more than happy with us. It's the... Um people in Sheffield that might have a bit of a problem. Yeah, we didn't get that invite in the end. I mean, um, it was still, we still had the invite from and and my Andy Holt still didn't send the invite through. So you never know, it might change. Listen, listen. Minute, but very much, very much looking wanna, forward yeah, to it. Yeah, uh, let's not forget the Andy Holtz because there is an update. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, before we go any further, can I, can I start with some shout-outs? Come on, as usual, let's start with some right, shout-outs. If I may. If I may. Um, I've got a couple of shout-outs tonight. First shout-out I want to give is to another group of fans. I'm keeping an eye on the fans out there and who's doing well out there and who, you know, who's who's catching my eye. Uh, and I saw something this week, and I want to give a shout-out to the Portsmouth fans, the Portsmouth Massive. They might not call themselves that, but I'm going to call themselves that. So they were away at Burton Albion um, last week, during the week, in the midweek. And the attendance at Burton, considering this is League One, was a very poor attendance of 2,749 as a home game in League One. But considering 1,164 were Portsmouth fans, I want to say a big well done for Portsmouth for travelling up that far midweek game and being, you know, over a third of the fans, you know, was was away fans. So I think well played to uh, to Portsmouth fans. So, so you know, I like to see that. People supporting their club. And I'm sorry to say, Q, there was a picture of the guys and there's that imbecile with the bell in the photograph. Q's big mate. Bestie mate. Got no time for it, mate. No, I mean, to be fair, he looks like a bit of a hanger-on with here and no one else really wants to to say. I mean, they say they've got 1,100 fans there, but maybe they were counting his hat as well. I'm not sure. So maybe it wasn't that much. Um, I also want to give a shout out this week to a lady called Jo. Now, I know El Chapo, we, I tagged you in on this one at the weekend, but there was a lady called Jo whose um, tweet caught my eye. I'm going to read the tweet out here. 
and she put any guys out there looking for an awkward female who swears too much drinks too much is sexually perverted and slightly insane because here i am and welcome to our podcast welcome to our podcast family joe you're but right. there is a oh. yeah well you say that now chapo but joe's handle goes by at joe 1986 SWFC1 Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, well, that's 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 a problem, mate. That's, has that changed? It has changed a lot of things for me, actually. And Sheffield Wednesday won this, um, obviously, you know, totally shit team, bottom of the championship, but they won this weekend, didn't they? It was a bit of an upset, caused a bit of an upset. To be, well, well that's what that second win of the season, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, Joe's well, Joe, sorry, Joe. It, it, it could have been something beautiful, but I I do think though I'd like to see if we can get a conversation going with Joe because she does sound like our kind she, of girl. Yeah. Apart from the Sheffield thing, um, I don't know. You know. <laughs> I had a man new fan contact me, and he turned around and said, "He said, so this is your podcast." He says, "Listening to your um, um, what's this is your podcast?" And uh, he said, I don't understand the Sheffield thing. He said, I just don't understand. It. He said, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> he's, he's very worried. What is wrong with you? Where's he want to start? I mean, how long's the show? He's down before. Sorry, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, Joe. And one more shout out, if I may. One more shout out. One more shout out. I'm going to give a shout out to Harry, who unfortunately has to share a room with Doctor Q while they're in the Netherlands. Um, (laughs) Just want to give a shout out to Harry. I understand, Harry, that there wasn't much sleep involved um, last night. Uh, not sure why that is. We can't confirm or deny the reason why. Uh, but for, to give you a little shout out now, um, Doctor Q, you're looking a bit suspect there. You like? I'm not sure if that's a smirk smile. or a, you know, a wry smile. Happy yeah. Yes. I I snore. Okay. <laughs> Just to say, I mean, like the hotel you're in does look much better than the standard murder hotel that me and El Chapo I... end up in. But if Harry's not to be heard of. Listen, you know I did say, like, I've got, but Harry, if you listen, when you listen to the podcast, my friend, I did say that Q should beat you into a coma. He did, to be fair. And to be fair, I didn't tell him not to. Yeah, no, but I'm... And that's not usually no. like me. I, I did, say, no, I did no. say, put you into a coma, right, and leave you in the bathroom, in fact, is what I did. And Q did turn around and point out that how is he going to have a bath? And to be fair, though, that was the only reason why Q didn't agree, though, because he said, how was he going to have a bath or shower? You know, had there been a separate shower option, I think that could still be on still the still been in A&E and would have been going, I think there, there wouldn't have been going home in an ambulance, um, but you'd have been making part of the journey to your final destination in an ambulance, for, for, without doubt, that, that would have happened. Oh. So now we've gone dark. <laughs> Um, let's let's bring back to the light, shall we? Yeah. Um, I tell you, where would we like to start this week? I'm going to go to you, Chapo. Where would you like to start? Uh, uh, yeah, I've got one quick shout out. There's a gentleman I forgot his name. Sorry, he was sitting next to me in the Arsenal at the Arsenal this weekend, and uh, he was an absolute who signed up to the podcast. Um, I don't. I, he was really really funny guy. I'd love to get him back on. You know, he's got our contact details. Come contact us. Come back on. Very very funny guy. Really our type of people. Um, so I think look, <clears throat> there's a couple of things I want to go to Manchester. Going to start with Manchester because there's a lot been going on, right? There's a lot been going on uh, there, and 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 my opener 
It's not going to be. We, we, I'm sure we'll get. I'm sure you've got a few for the blue side, but this is for the red side, and it's. Um, well, they're happy again, aren't they? Really. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. So it's an interesting. It's, it, it's a tweet from David De Gea. Did you see the tweet from David De Gea? Well, I know the one you're going to say. Read it out first, and then I'm going to come. It's back a really to simple one. one. It's David De Gea, and it's a freezing face emoji. That's all he did. That's all he sent out. He tweeted it out. Right. It says 17.7 million views, um, and 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 a response that really caught my eye is a guy called AJ, which is at AJ MUFC10. He's either talking about the weather in Manchester or taking the piss out of Anana. Well, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but AJ, mate, you're obviously a few pawns short of a paella because we all know exactly who what what that was about, which I thought was funny. What was the emo? What was the emoji? The freezing face emoji. <laughs> it was like a, okay. it was a freezing face. <laughs> and uh, there's a guy called United Brxy. Right, he just turned around and went, "Class Dave." He said, "Class Dave, ah, ha, ha. you've been incredible this season." And I thought. Wow, that's a bit harsh considering he's up for grabs. Now I've got I've got a, a view is if we did sell Ramsdale, I would take David De Gea as a backup for Raya all day long, all day long, um, in there rather than Anana. Um, but Raya won't Raya won't come as a backup. That's why he hasn't gone anywhere so far. He wants the number one. Yeah, no, he will. No, he will. And then Sven at Sven United. Although saying that, there's talk of him going to Newcastle, which would make sense. Um, own those bums, Anana and Eric Ten hologram which i thought was really good and then a guy called noodle vinny which is at vinny underscore ball he said wait this is actually the real account nah (laughs) (laughs) but the funniest one the funniest one right the funniest one for me was a guy called trujista right ts is at trujista spread your seed all over them david (laughs) so I just thought I'd leave it with that one, really. But I thought that was that was a very, very funny uh, tweet, I have to say. Absolutely horrific. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I, I was purposely going to stay away from Manchester because they have had enough stuff this week. But while we are on the topic of Manchester, I'm going to take a slightly different term because I did pick out something this week that I do think will make you both chuckle. Now, this is coming from our favourite Manchester girl, Bella MUFC. Bless her turns yeah. so, in the hallway. Yeah, the one who turns in the hallway, um, you know, and, but but cleans up afterwards Bless apparently. Her. So um, you know, as you know, I I, I mean, I'm not even going to deny it. I follow her on Twitter. It's quite entertaining. Yeah. Uh, so she put out a rather provocative tweet the other day, um, which I'm going to read out, and then I'm going to read some of the replies because that's where the magic lies, to be quite honest. So Bella just tweeted out, what position would you like to see me in? And there's a picture of her sitting on the Man United bench. So she's not asking for it at all there, is she? She's like, you know, not asking for anything at all. So, yeah, puts out, what position would you like to see me in? This was before the Newcastle game when they lost, so she was all quite happy, you know, looking very very nice in that. So I'm going to read out a selection of of the comments. So just want to put it out there. These are not my views. These are the views of the people in the Twitter land or what is it now, X land. So first of all, we've got LFC Kev, who's first, who was first off the draw, who just put, is the binner position. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) To which, to be be fair, Bella replied straight away, no, Kev, 
but half that Liverpool team would be in it if so. Which I thought, like it. Play, yeah, come know, from, yeah, come straight back, come straight back like that. Yeah, we, we've got someone called Rick, uh, Rick Thirteen Vegas. Just put you choose, pervert. You know, um, eat all the cheese at King of the Egg, which I quite like, by the way. At King of the Egg, just put left back in the kitchen, oh. you know? and then in, in in brackets where you should whoa. be. Whoa, mm. whoa, come on, that's that's not how we roll here. J Raj Kunda just put missionary. <laughs> you know, straight up, straight out the back. J Raj, English guy, just put all of them. You know, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't, yeah, he's he ain't greedy. He's he's um, the there's a there's a few, there's a few, you know, sexual ones. So I'm um, not going to read all okay. of them. Uh, Barney O'Brien, like Barney, straight up, yeah. Barney O'Brien at Barney O underscore Brian just put. It's quite a sickening one, so <laughs> be careful. In the net, because I bet you're a keeper. <laughs> oh, oh my god, Barney! Oh my, oh mate, Barney, 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 Barney. stop. Reading jokes off Christmas crackers, that's not funny. That's not going to be wrong. No. Come on. But then but then JD went along the goalkeeper and went, so goalkeeper can't be worse than how Anana is playing now. Don't know what happened to him. Um, we've got um, Chud from Dardania just put on top of me. You know, he's straight to the point as well. Um, <laughs> soldier, soldier gaming. I feel a little bit sorry for soldier, soldier gaming because he's put in a very kind way, would you let me come and sit next to you and watch the game? So I think that's no, like, that sounds, you know, quite, quite that's sad. like a Jeffrey Dahmer, I want to eat your liver kind of conversation. A, a little bit. A little bit. But then it goes the other way again now. So we've got Johnny OC just puts reverse cowgirl. Um, <laughs> um, Central Z, Z-I-I, just put collapsed doggy position. You know. Well, that's... Uh, collapsed. Uh, yeah. You know? Yep. Uh, Richard Simmons goes one further, saying "collapsed doggy position." Looking back, you know, he's very, very specific. Very specific there. Um, there was. A, I'm not going to go all of them. Um, I actually replied, replied as well in there. I thought, yeah, I'll get involved in there somewhere. So I just replied, simply put, linebacker. <laughs> I thought, you know, she could be a good linebacker. I thought she's got the build for it. Okay, yeah. You know, could be a few things. Um, Hold on, there's just one more I'm going to read out. A lot of them are very, very sexual. That I don't really want to get into it. Um, <laughs> the Yorkshire Devil just put Stevenage Reserves, fuck off your slag, which I thought was pretty good. Um, and my favourite one was right up until the end, which is THFC Jello. Tottenham Ops for SV, to be fair. He's come up with, with a good one here. Quite, quite to the point. How about get a real, real position in a company and seek employment. Wow. There you go. Wow. And there was, I mean, there was hundreds of replies to what position they'd like to see Bella in. I'll leave the rest up to your imagination, but those are just a pick as we're talking about Man United. Well, while we're talking about weirdos, actually, while we're talking about weirdos, <laughs> right? So, so um, I, I saw a tweet by a guy called um, Guna Chris. He's uh, Arsenal N7, right? And admittedly, if you have a look at his picture... Right, we have a look at his picture. He does look like he is um, sort of modelling from a hair transplant um, sort of thing. So um, I'll put that in a WhatsApp group in a sec, guys, so you can have a little look. So he does look like he's modelling for a hair transplant. Um, he said, Man United paid £80 million for Harry Maguire, right? 
which I thought, okay, good point. And I've got to say, actually, Harry Maguire's been playing quite well recently. And he said, Arsenal paid £80 million for William Saliba, Takiro Tomiyasu and Gabriel Mangales. And I thought it was, a very interest, it was an interesting sort of way of looking at it. But a guy called Wesley Kimbade, so that's at Wesley underscore Kimbade, says, after all this research and calculations, Arsenal will go home trophyless, and Manchester United may go home with a trophy this season. What do you think to that, boys? I mean, it, it is... What? <laughs> so, we will go about nothing, but Manchester United might win something, right? But again, if you look at Wesley Kim, Kimbade's picture, and I'll share it on our WhatsApp, boys... Um, he does look like one of those guys that have been arrested for sending those scam emails. But let me read his bio to you. <laughs> uh, he is he is apparently um, yeah uh, he apparently has ten million in his bank account or hundred million that he wants to send over to us. He says um, he says Wesley's bio diving deep into the tech universe, tech influencer sharing the latest trends and insights. Connect with me, and he gives his number. Let's shape our future in AI. He sounds scary he already. Sends scam fucking emails. He is the one that says, "Dear Mister, dear Mister Chapo, I'm friend of a general of who has just died, and I've got hundred million I want to send to you. Just give me your bank account details." I reckon he's the one who looks after the people who message Q on Instagram asking for pictures of footballs. Yeah, I, 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 I genuinely believe that that was that's definitely the um, case. And uh, maybe maybe Q will be able to um, share some of these pictures out when we, um, or maybe not in a bios. I don't know. Depends on how he's feeling at the time. But um, it was it was interesting. But I just thought actually, when I when you look at that, you know, you look at um, that back four um, that he talked about, like that is amazing for the price, isn't it? It's fair. It is. It's a really good point. To be fair, I think like. We have, I mean, as Arsenal, we have actually bought some dodgy players, let's yeah, be honest, over definitely. the past while. But all in all, our recruitment, I think, has been a lot better recently, especially in the past two to three years. Um, we've, we've, we've got it right more than we've got it wrong lately. And I think that's a fair comment when it comes to money. Uh, there's a lot of silly money has been banded about, but I think the defensive unit has been put together in this day and age, very reasonable price, if you think but, about it, compared to other yeah. Exactly. But if I'm honest with you, I think we spent too much time on that side of Manchester. I think we need to look at the other side of Manchester. Go for it. Go for <laughs> it. I mean, what? where do you want to start, really? I mean, um, obviously, there was the game yesterday. I think, I think um, the game yesterday is an interesting one. And it's actually, it's it's, it's from a guy called, um, uh, it's a guy from, I love it, actually. This has got to be Arsene Bergkamp. This is his name. It's at Arsene underscore Burkham. One of the best fucking Twitter names I could, I, I've come across. It says, breaking news, gentlemen. Breaking news. So, went out to the podcast. The FA confirmed that Arsenal Football Club have been charged with failing to control Manchester City players surrounding... Yeah, I But this has gone viral. This has gone millions upon millions of people. Like, There's just loads of people sending this out. But the best one is, is in response. There's a guy called... Um, um, there's a guy called uh, Mark Berland, right? It says, at, at M. Berland. It says, 
Leverkusen are disappointed to discover that Granit Xhaka has been suspended for three games as a result as a result of Har- Harlan's petulant display at the end of the match. <laughs> I thought it was a really good comeback. So, what do you think though about that yesterday? Like, obviously the three-three. Um, you know, I think I what I was I watched the first half and I didn't catch all of the second half. First half, obviously, City were 2-1, but they could have been 4 or 5-1 at halftime. They were all over Spurs. Spurs were poor that first half. But in the second half, from what I gather, was a bit more of an equal yeah. you know, contest. And I ended up I ended up tuning back in for the last 10 minutes. Um, but obviously, the thing everyone's talking about today is the, is the decision at the end where, you know, and again, I put it on our TikTok that we've had some really good and interesting responses to that. The referee clearly says, play on and waves play on, and then pulls it back once Grealish is through. Q, what do you think about that? Like, you know, we talked about referees' decisions throughout the year. Is this one up there with some of the worst decisions we've seen this year, or was it an honest mistake? Uh, It's an honest mistake, but what people tend to forget on the play the advantage rule is that that rule is absolutely at the discretion of the referee. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, but you, so he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have to make a decision either way there. But do you don't think that once he's actually committed to one part that's play that's the play the ball through um do you, do you not doesn't need to yeah I, I get that but once you've actually committed to that part of it you should you should see that through to the end rather than go, nah I don't like the way that's yeah. going. Let's stop and bring it back. Yeah I, I mean Ideally, I'd like to, from a purist point of view, a football fan, yeah, I'd like that to be the case. But if for whatever reason, and we'll, we'll never find out the reason because they're not allowed to tell us, um, he felt that it needed stopping. I don't know whether he thought the foul was actually something that was injury-worthy. I don't know if he figured or saw it wrong the ball was played through as clearly as what we saw from a TV camera. I, I'm not just I'm not just like sitting on the fence about it, but I think it's too easy to go nuts over something that is it's a quite easy mistake to make. I think people are possibly more animated about it because of the moments in the game when it happened. Yeah, I just I just think for me it was a bit of a mishmash. Is I've, I've had this idea. That I don't really like. That. I want to go back to the old idea. And I, I just don't think yeah. it's. I don't. I. I, I think it genuinely just shit refereeing. Um, if I'm honest with you, is it Simon Hooper, wasn't it? Simon. Uh, yeah. Mm. So here's the interesting one. Simon Hooper will be the ref at the um, Liverpool versus Sheffield Shittle, um game as well as coming up. So um, that'd be an interesting one as to uh, which oil giant he covers for that one. Oh, sorry. Right. Did I say that? Which team? That, that, like, you know, whether, whether he should be allowed to do it. But I think Erlen Harlan telling him to fuck off re- repeatedly. So you know, you can see him telling him to fuck off and fuck off, and then the fight breaks out and everything else. And Pep, I think Pep Guardiola's um, dig at Arteta was quite funny. I quite like yeah. that. I didn't think it was so much a dig. I thought it was more of a dig at at the at the refs. Yeah. I I can't say it. I can't. I can't do an Arteta. Yeah, you know, I can't I, do a Mikel Arteta. And you know they're mates, so you know they're mates. So, so you yeah. know. In other words, 
in other words, I want to do this, but I'm not going to do it. But by me saying that, you know exactly what I mean. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's him, I think, being quite clever with that. And I, I didn't mind him for saying that. Have you seen that Haaland's potentially facing a three-match ban? Yes. Yeah, and rightly so. Rightly so. And rightly so, yeah. I mean, you can't do that. You can't go out of rep. And it, like you said, it was clear. It was clear what was being said. It was no two ways about it. He wasn't, you know, saying, oi, oi. You got that wrong, was it? You know, he was going for it. Let's be honest. Um, so, I mean, like the decision has caused a lot of a lot of um, I say conflicting views, especially on social media, depending on where you follow and who you follow. So, you know, do have a little look at that because you know it was trending like crazy for the past twenty four hours. Uh, yeah, Man City, Man, Man City took their, their foot off the gas. There's no two 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 ways about it. Well, they, yeah, they, they were so far ahead in that first yeah. half. They should have been well ahead. But it's, I, saw, I saw an interesting tweet. It came from football tweets. At under, uh, football underscore tweet. Interesting. What do they tweet well, about? Erling Haaland to Simon Hooper at full time. Fuck off, fuck off. And then um, it's sort of comeback. There's a guy called at one Walid one, which is, and his name is Walid Arsenal. He should be called Walid from here on in. I'm not going through that. But he's an Arsenal fan. He says, I believe we call this a breach of FA rule. Uh, FA rule, this is honestly good. When I read this, I had to read this about two or three times thinking, oh my God, how stupid can people be? He said, I believe we call this a breach of of FA rule E.31. Act in a manner which is improper or brings the game into disrepute. disrepute. At FA, at FA underscore PGMOL, at 10 Downing Street, at FBI. Right, this is fucking brilliant. So I, I found it quite funny. You know, I found that quite funny. He, he put that out. Apparently not for John Morgan or uh, at, yeah. at, at John uh, John APL Driss uh, uh, one whatever he is. This is Man City fan John Morgan. He will be. He says there can't be everything more embarrassing than an Arsenal fan. I think John, what you mean is there can't be anything more embarrassing than an Arsenal fan. But hey, you're obviously a bit stupid. To which Walid replies, he says, a grown retired man that, can, uh, that can't write nor understand humour is definitely more embarrassing, John. <laughs> right? Ooh. To which John replies, a grown adult that tags Downing Street and the FBI and thinks it is classed as humour is more embarrassing, even questions my understanding humour. John, it's not just him that's questioning your understanding of humour. Mate, you're a bit fucking stupid, if, I, if, if I'm honest with you. Or you're so square, you really shouldn't be on social media because you're a bit thick, okay? Don't need this sort of stuff. But it continues on, my friends. It continues on. There are a little bit of antagonistic uh, uh, behaviour going on. I think so. So Waleen comes back with, on almost 2,000 2, likes, so you probably do need to question it. <laughs> Although John comes back with... And this is, I think, John, ultimate put down, my friend. I think you should be on stage. It is, is your name Walid or Wally? I think you should be on stage Ooh. sweeping it. Because, mate, humour and social media is not for you, John. But I did tag you. I did say you'd be part of this. You are really stupid. And I'm, I'm all for Walid myself, boys. Ooh. Talking just briefly, right, about tagging and being on the show... Have you heard anything from your mate, your your, your black Antony? Because you know he, he was threatening a little bit of beef last nothing, week. If he got nothing from BLT. BLT is like zipped up, quiet. Like you know, he's like the gimp in the boxing. In um, what's it? Um, 
what's that movie with John Travolta in and Bruce Willis and all that? Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Yeah, that's it. So BLT, he's the gimp in the box, you know. Well, you say that right, but I um after last week's show, I I started yeah. following him and I tagged him yeah. in. Obviously, uh, last week, what you do? And he did like our tweets, and he did retweet our tweets. Like that. So, yeah, I mean, so maybe he has listened and, and was okay. Well, maybe he it. understands there's a greater power here than 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 BLT can possibly offer. I mean, let's face it, you know, a nutritious um, sandwich against the might of Doctor Q, it's just not going to win, is it? I am sorry for said going out of that. You just reminded me of him. So no, but yeah, so BLT's been all right. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got a few others that, that we're looking at, but I'm going to just do, I'm, I'm going to get to what, what to me is probably one of the best arguments I've ever come across. And you, and guys, did you, um, uh, you know, Dr. Q, did you see that picture that I put in um, earlier and said, remember this face into our WhatsApp group? Yes, yes, I Yes. Yeah, and I was already scared when I saw uh, that. So you should be. Yeah. So Erling Haaland, we've all seen that Escher painting that's got Erling Haaland's face on. You've seen that? Which I think is yeah. brilliant, yeah. to be fair. I think whoever put that together, class, well done. Well done. Erling Haaland, right? From the actual account of Erling. He didn't no, do no, it, did Erling, he? Erling he Haaland, didn't he said, WTF, that made me smile for the first time today. Right? That's what he come out with. So this guy, right? Right? <laughs> Fucking brilliant. So it's, it, his, his, Twitter, his Twitter is, and I've tagged him already, said, like, you're on the show. It's happening. So it's at TopMGSZN. TopMG is his name. We'll call him TopMG, right? He's got a picture of, um, oh, God, uh, who's the French striker, the little little guy? Um, Griezmann. He's got a picture of Griezmann with a Santa hat on for his uh, icon, right? So TopMG. He says, so in answer to Herland's, WTF, that made me smile for the first time today. He said, please stop swearing. My kids looked up WTF on the internet and haven't stopped swearing since yesterday. You are supposed to be a role model for kids. Grow up, right? That's what he tweeted out, right? That's what he tweeted out. And I thought, wow, first and foremost, what the fuck are your kids doing on social media anyway? So, you know, if you're that bad about it, then should be uh, be a filter on there. So Dr. Ghost, the guy called James Chengo 9, so, you know, eighth in line to the Chengo clan. He says, tell them WTF means Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Don't be don't be uh, a stupid, useless daddy, right? And then comes back our very own Sherry M. She, her is uh, pronouns. At Sherry Speaks. Well, Sherry, I've got to say to you, my little sweetie, you shouldn't be speaking. Don't be speaking, especially on social media. You and Mr. Morgan from earlier... Don't be going on social media. It says, how about, all in capitals, you have a conversation about language of your children. It's not his job to parent your children. This is coming from a fucking Wrexham fan. Yeah? Like like a Wrexham fan. Yeah? So Top MG comes back. It says, don't tell me how to father my children, Sherry, unless you have kids. Mind your own business. So our Sherry comes back uh, with, this platform is pretty public. I said, it's not, I said, it's up to you to parent, not Harlan. What what was this not clear? Top MG says, and again, I'm telling you not to tell me how to parent my children. I didn't carry little Duncan in my balls for a week for some random woman named Sherry to tell me what to do with him. <laughs> <laughs> so Sherry comes back and says, have a wonderful day. So Top MG comes back and says, you don't tell me what type of day I'll have, Sherry. Please oh, stop God. bothering me. 
So Sherry's the one you sent the picture of, right? Okay. This goes on, mate. This goes on and on and on. And he had me a bit. I have to say, top MG had me a bit. I thought, mate, you're a bit of a knob. You should like do it. He a little, but obviously, it's a massive wind up. It's a massive wind up, is what he's doing. But I just think that don't tell me what type of day I'll have. <laughs> that is wow. <laughs> don't tell me what type of day. That's just that's just desperate to be offended. Oh mate, it got it descends. But it's the amount of people that actually believe this and believe that the whole thing as well. So I was killing myself laughing. I was reading it. So uh, top MG, mate, that's tweet of the week for me. That's tweet of the week. Well, play. We'll definitely get those tagged in when we uh, when we get this show released. Hundred percent. Um, I've got a, I've got a talking point that I'd like to discuss next, if that's all right. Taking a little break, and then I've got some proper classic ranter after this. By the way, um, so obviously the FA Cup third round draw happened yeah. yesterday. Um, obviously the the ones that that stood out are Arsenal, Liverpool, yeah. Sunderland, Newcastle, potentially Wigan, Man United. But there's been a lot of arguments around games that should be televised, i.e. People are potentially getting bored with seeing the likes of Arsenal Liverpool play so yes. often because they get drawn in the you know League Cup, you name it, etc. So there was a tweet went out yesterday from Yogi Oldfield. Yogi Oldfield, you know, everyone knows Yogi yep. Oldfield. He put Dear Emirates FA Cup, if the third round televised games don't involve any, if not all, of Maidstone, Eastleigh and Chesterfield, hung hang your he means hang, we put hung your heads in shame. No one cares about Liverpool, Arsenal, Man City or United. Get the proper teams on. You're sincerely all proper football fans. Now, this caused some debate, obviously, on Twitter. Now, I kind of see his point. The fact that this is the FA Cup. It is all about the, the magic, the giant killing. And I would agree that I would probably prefer to see Maidstone, Eastleigh, Chesterfield on television rather than Man, Man United, Man City, Arsenal, like, Liverpool, because we see those all yeah, the time. Tonight, we see those. You've got Ram, um, what's it? Um, Margate versus um, Ramsgate. Ramsgate. It's Ramsgate that's, tonight. That's it, massive. Yeah. So, like, I am with him on this one, yeah. actually, I, and I thought I'd see your views on this and see how you feel about it. Q, Q looks like he's ready to tell you. Go on, Q. Tell us what's what. But oh, by the way, Ramsgate are currently losing five 0 to Wimbledon. Just to say that. Oh, right. So they're not going to be in there. That's a tight one. Um, this is, <laughs> I, it's numbers. I know that's tragic. I know it's, but I'm just being pragmatic and realistic about it. It's numbers. And I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe they should. Aid. Is it not all about, though, giving the television money yeah, to the smaller clubs? Is it yeah. not all about is, that? Is it? Is it about that, or is it? Or, or should it or should, should be about, be about that? that? I think it should. It should be about that. They've got this far, and surely they've earned the right to get a televised game and earn that kind of money because they might not be there for ten, twenty years. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, I, I would like, I would like that to be the case, but the reason it's not is for that very reason. Now, what I would say in this scenario is that actually you aim towards league club against non-league club you know you put them on so at least one of the clubs that's being played 
is does have a following that will watch it on television. The, the problem is, is that mm. top Premier League sides are so internationally recognised and supported now that the viewing figures are just the, the worlds apart. No, I understand that. I, I, I do understand that. But and if you're Champions League or whatever that happens to be. Um, and you're playing, or or any of the the the, the European um, sort of tournaments, you know, we see these obscure clubs that nobody's ever heard of um, playing, you know, uh, playing, and we see them on TV. I think for the FA Cup because it's a domestic cup, I think it's absolutely imperative because there's a price being paid and there's money being moved around. It's irrelevant whether it's. You know, I think I, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of with um, Cheery Yogi or whatever his name is. Um, Yogi yeah, Yogi. yeah. So, so I'm I'm all, I'm all with him that that actually it should be the lower end clubs because you know do Arsenal necessarily need the sort of money that be because the BBC ain't going to pay them fuck all. You know, they're going to pay them zero. Does it would it mean anything to them? They'll probably get Bakayo Saka two pairs of socks. What they'll get, but for somebody lower down, like you know, it, within within those those non league teams, those giant killing ones, as they call them, you know, and you've got I can't remember who it was that's playing the uh, championship side. Um, so you've got these these guys playing. It, it means everything to them that sort of money. So I, I've got to kind of disagree with you on that one, Keo. I, I think it should be the precedence. At, 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 Towards the you know as we go through the stages, when you get these these non-league or lower league teams that could desperately need the money, you know as we've seen, they should get priority. Yeah, maybe they should get priority or a, a bigger slice of the pot. You know, I think it was just quite interesting because it's true though we are so used to seeing the big teams yeah. play in the FA Cup, and no matter who they get, they generally will get on the telly no matter what I mean like had Man United and Wigan been at Old Trafford that probably wouldn't have been on telly but the fact that it's away yeah. means it probably will I mean the Sunderland Newcastle one would 100% be on telly because that's a huge rivalry yeah. they've not played each other for a few years and obviously even though me and you are Arsenal fans Chapo like we play Liverpool all the time and usually we do get them in a cup competition oh, there's nothing no, new there hey, don't get me wrong basic state where if, if, if we were to sacrifice not literally sacrifice Arsenal football team that would be be quite weird really um, I don't really want to do that but if, if they were playing Basingstoke if we had Basingstoke on instead I'd watch the Basingstoke game I'd have no problems I've got one question for you actually so while we're sort of doing this we're all sort of in uh, we're thinking about it do you see the Walsall Alfreton game do you, you hear about that well I, I it was a draw wasn't no it? it was postponed 30 minutes before kickoff oh sorry that's right yeah because of the weather with frozen pitch so right. I kind of so there, there, there was the two manager two managers had a bit of an interview and I think basically the Alfredson manager kind of called out the Walsall manager as a total pussy, um, just said you're a pussy oh uh, for not um, allow, allowing yeah. the game to go on. But the Walsall guy and I kind of see where he was coming from. Um, he he kind of turned around and went, I don't really want to have anybody breaking their fucking legs, you morons. And there was this conversation going to and from in them. But at what point, you know, from an FA perspective, do you actually look at that and think? God, we can't. We can't, this ain't going to happen. This is not going to happen because, you know, the the other part of it. I was watching some of the Walsall fans, and, and generally that their, their IQ is even lower than than the Sheffield fans. They're they're not particularly bright. Oh, here we go again. Um, That's Walsall. But I was just I was just sort of what? Yeah, fucking great. 
Yeah, like I'm really upset about that. But I was looking at this this one guy, and it's it's brilliant actually what he's done. He does look like he's just from, again from another mental institution. Um, he's basically got this thing of I'm going to every single Walsall game for the whole of the season, and good on him. And his view was like, look, I've just spent forty quid on bus tickets and stuff to get to Alfreton to actually see the game. And thirty minutes in, like it turns up, is his burger and a coffee. It's the fuck off back home. Um, I don't think he's got a home, but you know maybe he's keeping warm on the bus. I don't know, um, but but it was and it was he was really upset about it. I can understand why he'd be upset until the Alfreton fans started. I didn't keep the tweets, but the Alfreton fans did start them, and boy did they absolutely take a hot poker to him. They they really they're really quite vile. Well, if you think I'm bad, respect to the Alfreton fans because their football ran in big time. In there, but thirty minutes before. Oh, let's find let's find some Alfreton fans. Yeah, well, let's come on, yes, yeah, tag them up. But um, no, I I think the Alfreton boss was like, you know, the, the manager was like, you know, grow a pair, let's play. The Walsall guy was like, I don't want to hurt anybody, stop being a bitch. Um, and then the fans were like, you're just, you know, from nut houses in Walsall. Thank you. Interesting, interesting topic, and I'm sure it'll be. In- when will they release the live games? It must be this week they start telling people about it if they haven't already. I haven't seen who it's going to be, but I'm sure that will they wait for the replays to happen, I guess, and then they'll announce it, you know, just in case something crazy happens. But, um, yeah, I, I think that over the years, the FA Cup has lost a bit of its magic, a little bit of its um, romance. So, so doing this kind of thing couldn't help with that. Or if you're going to put Arsenal-Liverpool... Sunderland, Newcastle, on. put the others on as well. Maybe not instead of, but just put them on as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, there's an, inter- there's an interesting tweet that I saw, right? So there's a guy for guy, you know, talking about that Walsall thing that was going on. There's a guy called um, Gumbly, he is, which I quite like, at DanGumbly25. And he said, been working in Walsall all day today, and fuck me, it's made me feel better about my life. What a rundown dive. Not wrong. I mean, I've only been through Warsaw on two occasions, and and that's all I'm going to say about it, um, because I don't want to get you know ostracised from another place in England. <laughs> I'm not Dan Gumbly. It was Dan Gumbly that that said that. Yeah, uh, it was um, you know, it's like I I can't be held responsible for Dan Dan and, and his business, right? <laughs> I cannot be held. You know, if you, if you're working there and you think it's a shit old Dan. But another one that actually, the other one that, that popped up on my, my timeline as I was doing these socials was a guy called um, Kurt, at Kurt1588. And I kind of feel for him, right? This is a couple of years ago, this is, right? So he bought an accumulator on, right? He bought this accumulator on, right? And it was, it was the return was going to be £13,990, right? And basically, Walsall Salford. And it just says, like the top of it, it just says, fuck Walsall. That's all it says, right? Because Walsall lost against Salford uh, and basically fucked his accumulator up. Totally and utterly fucked his accumulator. It could have got 13 grand. And out of the, uh, I think it was the eight. There's a lot of these at the moment. It's a lot of like one results from an accumulator, you know, windfall popping up. Well, Q and I, I don't like, this is one thing I don't do is gamble, but Q does every now and again put an accumulator on. But Q being Q, he goes out into like the Latvian leagues and stuff like that. And there's like, you know, Ivan Ripabolikov FC, you know, whatever yeah, it is. And he, he comes to me I'll every now and again and says, think of this one. So I don't fucking know. It sounds like a dish that I'd eat in some <laughs> restaurant. Like, you know, like, a, is there a football team? What are we going to do with it? He does do. Hey, do, you want, do you want to expand on that a bit, mate? 
Well, I do like to see things. <laughs> it gives an interest in things that you ordinarily just wouldn't have. I mean, sometimes it's nice to go. Do you know what? Who's playing in the Bulgarian league this week? <laughs> yeah, League Two as well. Like yeah. you know, League Two Bulgarian league. Yeah, it's it's it, it it gives you a new lease of life in your interest in football. <laughs> Unless you see a different picture on what what we've actually got going on. Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree with it. But, but um, there are things I have irrationally not forgiven though because they've let me down on bets. But was Sheffield one of them? No, no, uh, Marseille French teams seem to let me down a lot on bets. <laughs> So, so um, I am with I'm with Doctor Q on that. I actually do do some gambling, and I tend to concentrate on leagues not in England. To be fair, yeah, um, because the statistics tend to back up more overseas leagues than they do yeah. in the UK for some reason. By the way, we are not in any way promoting gambling in any way, and we don't agree with it. And it's, it can be quite hundred percent. But um, but as I say, I do like it. Is every now and again, I get a little message through, or he'll be standing next to me somewhere the other and go, "What do you think of you know this this Latvian side in their League Three that are playing this big game?" I don't fucking know. <laughs> what the? But don't you find? I mean, Q, you've got to find you. Don't you find you get your teams that you tend to follow now, like in certain countries, mm-hmm. for no reason other than the fact that you want some money off them. Oh yeah. Like I've got loads. When I see a name pop, I'm like, oh yeah. It's like. It's like I've got a few. We'll discuss this on Saturday, I'm sure. Especially like, not rather than now, because otherwise, we'll... especially like League Two sides in some random fucking ex-Soviet bloc. <laughs> it's like you know um, the other the other it's one. Estonian League. Talk, talking about that is obviously the disgusting scenes that we saw from the Polish fans that came over. Um, but yeah, against your Villa. That dude. was. I mean. Uh, that was disgraceful. I mean, I know, I know. Look, in that area is a bit of a shit hole, and we've got to burn that down as well. Set for Villa, of course. Just so it's got a bigger car park, making easier to get to the uh, the ground. Um, mm. But the, I, I think the scenes, I think the scenes were disgraceful, absolutely disgraceful. Um, to, like the the thing that we saw, like, I saw exactly the same with the Lens fans as well, and they were having a, they were they were having a good time. I've got to say, Lens fans were doing really really well. Lit loads and loads of flares, which were interesting because they're red and white. Don't get it. Yeah, I saw that. And then what they did is they then threw the lit flares into the crowds. They, yeah, they threw That's Rick Flair in the crowd. Rick Flair got yeah sacrificed and thrown into the crowd. And he's not a young man. And, oh, yeah. not. Oh, yeah, he's, he's not, but I bet he would have handed out some double-edged knife hand shots. I bet yeah. he'd be bang up for that as well. I bet he would. Bet he'd be you could just hear him from miles away as well. Like, oh. Did you see though? Legia Warsaw fans couldn't get into Villa, but they turned up at um, St Andrews and watched the Birmingham game at the weekend yeah, instead. Really? Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Though. About a thousand Legia Warsaw fans managed to get tickets for Birmingham play. Oh, oh, you know, people that like disappointed watching that football. That'd be terrible for them. Well, they were so desperate to watch a game. I thought that was quite nice though. Like at the end of the day, in the city, let's go and watch a game. Let's go and watch Birmingham. Yeah, I don't get it. They, they probably I sound don't. more like actual football fans. They did. So listen, I want to before I know we're um, probably approaching the uh, top of the hour, uh, and I've got a couple of good little funny bits to say. But I've got some classic ranter cool. that I need to talk to you about, and there seems to be a bit of a new beef that has um, arisen 
between Nottingham Forest and Everton fans what? this weekend. I know. Didn't see that one coming, did you? I mean, um, Everton went up there at the weekend, got a 1-0 away win. Um, and, you know, as you do, you, you find stuff on on X, you find stuff on, on, on Insta, whatever you go on. But the one that particularly caught my eye was this tweet from Dixie Dean's Boots, <laughs> which is um, a great, you know, name, but but he gives, but his handle is not as good. Well, it? Dixie Dean Books, but his handle is at Keith Brook EFC. So he's given his name straight off. It's Keith Brook. Right? Oh, it's Keith. Keith Brook, My name's Keith Brook. So, so he um he put this out on Saturday evening, quite late Saturday night. Uh, but I'm assuming he got back from Nottingham, got back home to wherever he lives. And he's just put this little statement. I mean, people of Nottingham, your entire fucking city is bankrupt. You've sold your souls during the miners' strike. You voted Tory. Your city has no culture or history. If it wasn't for Robin Hood and Sue Pollard, no one would have heard of you. Now fuck off and marry your cousin. So, um, wow. yeah, Dixie Dean's boots weren't mucking about there. And he was looking for a fight, weren't he? Let's it, be honest. He was looking yeah. for a fight. It was chest bumping there, wasn't he? Chest bumping, that one. Yeah. Um, and again, obviously, when I saw this, I thought, oh, this looks interesting. Let's read some of the replies. And the replies are pretty good. Fruit. So um, I won't read them all. We'll be here until next Sunday. But uh, the first one was a guy called Stephen Broadfoot. Just put, love the last line. The last line was, now, once again, now fuck off and marry your cousin. So Stephen <laughs> Broadfoot really liked that one. Um <laughs> There was a couple of Everton fans that tried to kind of pull it back. I think you, this is from Eddie Grundy. I think you forgot they have also won the European Cup twice. Something we haven't done. Um, to which Dixie Dean Boots just put the middle finger emoji straight to him. His own Everton fan just puts it back. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, someone called CFCJB just put, you can just imagine how bitter and chippy this bloke must have been to write this. After a win too. Not doing the stereotype of a scouse or any good, mate. Strange tweet. Like, straight in there. <laughs> She's like, again, they've won. Everton have actually point, won. Yeah, it's got a good point. Do you think he was mugged oh, or something? I don't know. And um, a guy called Adam Rafe has put all three of them. He's gone, he's gone on the political way. He's picked. He's only ever picked up on the Tory bit here, to be fair. He's put all three of Nottingham MPs are Labour. And the city council is Labour run. Nottingham not having history or culture is outstandingly wrong. What a weird tweet. So he's like picked up, not on anything else. He, okay. he's, he's pretty much admitted that they do marry their cousins. Yeah. But he's not happy about the Tory or having no history. No. So that's fine. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Botel. Um, at, um, hang, on, hang on. Jeff Botel. You know, Jeff Botel. That sounds, like Jeff a, Botel. That, that sounds like a heavyweight boxer from the 60s. Jeff Botel. Yeah. Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Jeff Botel's coming up. And and probably shit as well. I, I bet he yeah. was I bet he was really shit. Yeah. Jeff Botel at GJB one two one, the hundred and twenty first of the Jeff Botel clan. Okay, you know, mate. There's big, so big clan there. Heavyweight hands. There you go. He he come out and put Christopher Dean is more famous than Sue Pollard. A little bit off topic. <laughs> Straight there. You know, he went there a little point, bit. He's got a point. Yeah. Alex James, another Everton fan, just put, are you seven? Grow up. <laughs> just straight away there. Um, Captain, this is a good one. Captain Haddock's beard. Um, <laughs> just put, aye, aye, 
somebody had a couple of wine gums last night. Um, looks at this the next morning. Um, Matt Newton put, and they wonder why Everton isn't actually liked. He's a male version of a Karen, which I quite liked. I thought that was quite good. A male version of a Karen. Karen? Karen. Um, <laughs> Phil Hook has put, um, Everton fans keeping it classy as ever. Maybe you'd get more support from other fans if you weren't as sanctimonious. As for the bankrupt city claims, have you have you forgotten Derek Hatton, the left wing champagne socialist? Wow. Well, you know, look, I think you probably had. Listen, I don't think I don't think I think they're being unfair. You know, like um, Nottingham had their very own serial killer, Mark Martin. He was known as the um, Snetterton Strangler by the media. Snetterton. Snet- yes, yeah, Snet- I think it's say it's fucking North. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, you know, so there you go. They've got their, their own serial killer as well. I mean, all big cities do serial killer, don't they? <laughs> there's, a, there's a few more. I'm just going to read two more, go, two go more, go and then go, I'll finish go, with this go. one because it's quite entertaining. Joe, Joe Comodi just put, from a fellow Evertonian fan, stop talking fucking bollocks. So quite <laughs> like, straight to the point. There you go. And then, and then Ronnie comes at the end. Uh, Don, Don, uh, oh, sorry, Don't Lie Crew. Oh, Ronnie's part of the Don't Lie Crew. Don't like her, you know. You must have heard them. They must have had a, a hit alongside the same, like Blazing Squad or something. I don't know. He put, "You look incredibly successful in your profile pic." Obviously, and then you do go to the profile pic to have a little look, don't you? So if you do get a chance to go and have a look at Dixie Dean's boots profile pic, there's a picture of what I can assume is a family over um, a sign of Broken Borough, um, and there's two men there. And they both look a little bit special, let's just say. So, um, uh, and I'll leave that there. That's the Everton Nottingham Forest feud that we didn't didn't know we needed. Excellent. What's going on there, Q? What's going on there? It's getting a bit echoey in your bar. It's getting a bit rowdy over there. The Are the Herobeam fans coming? Take a fucking chair to him, Q. Don't fuck about. Take a chair to him. <laughs> So, so, Q, how long we got? How long we got left? Got four minutes. Four minutes, right? So, I were I was going to cover a Champions League segment, but I don't think we've got time now. Perhaps we can do that on Saturday. Um, have you got anything nice, funny, good? Do you want to end up with Chapo? Uh, well, not really, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, we're now moving towards um, we're, we're moving towards um, Christmas, which is a very important time for family. Um. So, so I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that, that all of us get a little bit of time actually to get five minutes out, um, you know, from work, you know, and actually spend it with your family. Um, and, and that's about it, really. I'm, I've got the Costco orders come in for um, our get together, so we will be, we will be uh, coming to you live from the uh, Casa del Chapo, um, which will be interesting. Can I, can I clarify? Are we still doing the reverse quiz? I think we need to. I think it has to happen. Especially given Q's reaction right now, we kind of have to. Yeah. Um, and if you could just run through the how that works again, just to refresh my mind. The reverse quiz is a very simple, simple thing. It's, a, it's really not simple. It's is not it? difficult. It's, not, it's not a difficult thing. It's just the quiz. It's a general knowledge quiz. But the thing is, is I ask you a question, and if you get it wrong, I get a forfeit that goes within it. So basically, you get a question wrong, you have to do a forfeit. Ain't that like a normal question? No, no. You right? get the question wrong, 
I would forfeit as the question. Yeah, but what's the incentive for me to get it right? There is no incentive, really. But I might just want to get you to do a forfeit constantly. So Yeah, at some point you will be asking questions as well. Oh, so it's about being nice and stuff, right? Well, it depends. <laughs> oh. Also, also, is um is is Roadman gonna make an appearance finally? Unfortunately, Roadman's not gonna be able to make an appearance. So we're not gonna be able to get Roadman on this one because it's Christmas and he's working. He is working. Well, we can go and see him. We can take the party to him. We can take yes. That's the other part is by the end of the evening, we could actually take it to Roadman and um, we could be doing it live from the Snoop Hall uh, where he works. That sounds good. That sounds good. Um, Q's not having it. Q, what is going on there? Sounds like we're in a swimming pool. Tell you what, just, just can't get the pubs these days, can you? Can't. Fucking set fire to it, Q. Q, set fire to it. <laughs> well, that is- listen there was there was one good thing i wanted to read out this week just there's a couple of funnies and good i'm going to leave you on one and the only reason i'm reading it is because it comes from Atkinson stanley oh bless okay we exactly the original, anyway the original Atkinson. it's obviously it's obviously another initiative from my andy holt okay so Atkinson stanley were a played at home to swindon last week uh during the week again okay, very cold last week if you remember Frosty conditions, minus conditions. So what Accrington did was all visiting supporters who made the 380-mile round trip uh, to visit Accrington Stanley from Swindon received two free hot drink vouchers from Accrington, which I thought was a lovely touch. Well, so all the Swindon fans who travelled up got two free now, hot drinks. I've, I've, I've got, a, mate, I'm going to put a downer on that because I um, messaged your Andy Holt on that and said, do they do Bovril? He didn't get back to me. Because he was too busy giving out the vouchers. Give him a I don't care. Look, you know, it, I, I asked him, I think it's a relative question, do you do Bovril? So that's got to go out there. Is it Bovril? Do we have Bovril? Was part of them vouchers, was there a Bovril option? Because on a cold day, nothing's better at football. Well, I'm assuming there was Bovril, because Bovril is literally a, a staple of the football terrace, isn't it? I think so it just had enough. <laughs> yeah. But um, for, for very quickly, didn't you have an Andy Holt exclusive? So... There is a new Andy Holt that's come along. I have found another Andy Can you Holt. Give us some, give us some mute. I'm not going to go too much into it. I'm having conversations with Andy at the moment. So so there are some conversations that are going on. And I think he's a better fit for what we need, I need for my Andy Holt. So just to clarify, Chapo has found a new Andy Holt, right? There is a new Andy Holt on the scene. It's early days yet. We're just getting to know each other. But there is an Andy Holt. And uh, we will be sending him a little there message. There, there will, we will be sending him a message next week uh, on X directly, just to message him up straight from the uh, podcast. Sounds good. It sounds good. Um, so, I mean, I'm happy to end the show now. How about you? I'm more than happy to do that. It's been a wonderful time. Looking forward to all of us being together for our Christmas party. Um, yes. Q looks so just... over the moon. He can't wait. He can't wait to get back from Heravine for the party. Literally. Yeah, his thumbs are up. Um, so, as mentioned before, the, the Christmas special may spread over in two parts. We don't know. It could be pre-Arsenal versus Aston Villa and post-Arsenal versus Aston Villa. Um, Q's nodding on that one. 
Um, although it might depend on alcohol consumption. Um, you know, it could be a large part. And let's be honest, it'll probably get much more entertaining afterwards. So, um, so what we've got to look forward to, we've got, can we give any sneak previews about what they can expect? There'll be Christmas, Christmas carols. There'll be Christmas carols. Yeah, there'll be a, a quiz apparently, a reverse quiz. There'll be a reverse you know quiz. Gonna happen. Who's setting the questions for the reverse you quiz? You bring your own questions. Just make them up as you go along. Dixie Dean's boots. Dean's <laughs> Q's not up for it. Like he's... Q's so Are up. you going to do the quiz, Q? You're doing he the is quiz, doing right? the quiz. Q will do the quiz. Q, in fact, I'll tell you what. What's going to happen is, is when we break the quiz open, right, and it starts, I'm telling you, Q is going to be on it like a nasty rash. He's going to be all over that. Right, he'll be taking it over, and he'll be dinging the bell, and it'll be there'll be all sorts of stuff going on. Right, uh, I'm telling you, Q Q will be the man lined up for it. <laughs> Doesn't have to. It's the Christmas party. It doesn't. It won't make it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Our listeners understand it. That's all that matters, Doctor Q. But do they? <laughs> yes, they do. Ask the guys in the bar. They'd do it. All right. So how many questions do I need to put together? I think no more. I th- well, look, we're, I'm gonna, let's save it for next week. Let's save it for next week. We'll get some. I don't want anybody to know. going to get it done. Next week's Christmas party. And away we go. Oh, shit. There we go. Okay. So that's there we go. Right, everyone. So that's all to look forward to next week's Christmas party, boys. So uh, look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Once again, thank you to everyone who is downloading the show, giving us a like, giving us a follow. People who are getting involved on the socials. Um, Dr. Q, any any thoughts you want to leave us with tonight? <laughs> yeah, you've got a few days yet, haven't you? So, um, yeah. But um, we send our best to Harry, as always. We hope that the next couple of nights will go easy for Harry. I don't. Uh, I don't send my best to Harry. Fuck Harry. I mean, to be honest, no one does. But, you know, we've got to say that. We've got to act like we're one of the people. No. So, um, no. Chapo, anything you want to leave us with tonight? Yes. Uh, Q's going to become the first serial killer in Harvey when Harry gets it and a few others. But, look, I want to say thank you to our fans, followers, all the people that um, we've taken the piss out of. Um, if you think you're hard enough, come back. Yeah, come back with some bits. We're looking forward to it. Um, generally, looking forward to seeing all you good guys celebrating Christmas together um, as a podcast crew. To, uh, you know, and seeing where that takes us on this journey. And you know, thank you to all the listeners because our numbers are going up and up and up and up as the weeks go on. So it's absolutely brilliant to see. So we're obviously doing something. Yeah, but that that could well change after the Christmas party. Let's be honest. Um, until our guy in Brussels, mate, you keep listening. Reach out for God's sake, just reach out. Hey, please reach out. Come please. on, it please look. It's a it's coming up to Christmas time. Goodwill to all men. Give us reach, reach out to us. There's you know, I'm sure you're following it. You see our links, you know where we post. We're on Twitter, we're on Insta, we're on TikTok. We've got the email addresses that we put in. Just give us a reach out, say hello. Yeah, give, you know, even if it's just a hello, I'm your man in Brussels. We, it would be nice to know you actually do exist. That'd be really good. And to, to John Morgan and Sherry M, get off social media. You fucking need to be somewhere else, honestly. Go join something else. Right. To my, to my Andy Holt, go and bite us down for the new year. We'll come and see Atkinson. No problem at all. 
In our world today, you can have your say of pretty much anything. We all got the right to say what's shite at any time. We will read reviews, bad attitudes, complaints for you. Whether it's that or this, ignorance ain't bliss, we will make sure we tell you what boils our pig.